Welcome to Beneath the Wing. Just like air passing over the wing of an aircraft provides lift, the people we meet can also give us lift in life by sharing their stories of strength and success, connecting us all. Beneath the Wing explores the stories of those connected with the Minnesota Air National Guard's 133rd Airlift Wing with a little humor and learning along the way. I'm your host, Wing Command Chief Mark Legvold. Thanks for sticking around for this segment of Beneath the Wing, Valentine's Day edition. Joining us now are Megan and Lacey Roberts. Lacey and I worked together a few years ago while we were assigned to the Security Forces Squadron at the 133rd, keeping the base safe. She's been both active duty Air Force and a part of the Air National Guard and is currently our Wing Information Protection Officer. Megan works in Hutchinson, Minnesota as a technical training specialist for a PEX manufacturer. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So let's get rolling. Since this is the Valentine's Day edition, tell us your love story and how you met. <laughs> okay. So uh, first initial meeting, I came home. I was living with a roommate in St. Paul. I came home, and uh, Lacey was friends with another roommate of ours. And she was sitting on our living room chair, looking very angry and very unpleasant. And so I sat down and did not speak to her. And that was our first initial meeting. And I found out later it was because she had lost her job that day. And so she was just very angry and upset. But she looked very mean and I didn't want anything to do with her. So that was that. But It's kind of similar to how I felt about her when I first met her. <laughs> <laughs> you Most people feel that way when they first meet me. You have an intimidating look, Lacey. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, but apparently I made a, a lasting impression in my sweatpants because she developed a crush on me and then as we ran into each other more and more outside uh, in our community and the clubs and bars she always had her eye on me but I just kept rejecting her because I wasn't sure I wanted to date someone who was always out at the club and bars <laughs> um, but she finally talked me into it I, I don't remember exactly how that I, went but I messaged you and I said I got a cute little crush on you yeah. On, you were that forward. Yes. Yes. I'm very yes. forward. <laughs> she waited and waited. Okay. I'm kind of a serial monogamous, so I was in a lot of relationships. And she waited until she knew I was currently single and sent me a message. Yes. And then uh, we ran into each other and she asked me on a date. I was like, okay, fine. I'll go. But I'm bringing my brother with me. I'm not going by myself. And I brought my sister in law. Wow. And, yeah. That's like old-time dating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was that. Uh, what, seven days later, we were quote-unquote official. Less yeah. than 30 days later, we were engaged. Six months later, we were married. And here we are, yeah. eight years later. Eight yeah. years. Nice. How long did you date before you got married? Well, she just told you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't do math on these Valentine's Day editions, obviously. <laughs> seven so we, days official. Seven days we were six official. Months. Within 30 days, we were engaged. Six months. months later, we were yeah. married. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Quick. Mm -hmm. But it's worked. Yeah, it works. All right. So you've had eight years of plus of time together. What would you say your biggest challenge or challenges have been in those eight years? Uh, my communication. <laughs> we communicate very differently. Very yes. differently. I'm a 
more of a let's scream it out and get it out of the way combative. And lazy is a, I need to sit in this room and think about what I'm going to say before we talk about it. And that was a struggle. So we actually did the, uh, what was the military thing? Strong bonds? Yeah, strong bonds. Yeah. So that it would help us kind of work through that. Um, and just me developing, like becoming a stepmom, right? That's something that I have to figure out. How do you become that with someone who's been a single mom? How do you step into that role without stepping on people's toes? Things like that. But I'd say communication was our biggest drawback, just trying to figure out how to do that. How about you, Lacey? You're more of a reflective and how did you have to work through that? What was the challenge? Uh, it was just a lot of internal thinking with me. Like, how do I get her to communicate with her how I communicate to get us on the same page? Because mm -hmm. so, she's very, I need to discuss now or things start to spiral negatively really fast in my head. Mm -hmm. And I think she thinks because mm -hmm. she's doing that, I'm also doing that when I'm just really internalizing everything of trying to find the right cause of like why we even started this fight in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially when we're first together. I'm very much a, if you shut the door, I'm, give me 10 minutes, we're going to be divorced. Like, it's going to get that bad in my brain. Something's wrong. This isn't going to work. You know, what is happening? And she's like, no, just, I'm just thinking about what I want to say. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I know this about you, Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> we balance each other, I think. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. She you calms me down. Never, and, yeah. You maybe would never talk about it. You have learned to, ha you have to be more patient mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and not go down the big, bad, terrible road right. in, in your mind. Yeah, she pushed. She definitely pushed me to talk about it yeah. instead of internally burying it into mm -hmm. nothing until it explodes. So, <laughs> cool. so you guys mentioned uh, strong bonds. Strong bonds is a program that the military does for usually families, or sometimes there's strong bonds for kids. But it's it's basically a weekend together mm -hmm. at a separate location, not in uniform, mm -hmm. and we the military facilitate that for our families so that they are. A stronger unit so that our mil military members are more ready to deploy. I hope I'm getting that right because yeah okay generally uh, the one we went to was specifically for marriage. It yeah. was a marriage counseling type. Yeah. A lot of reflective stuff and good activities on communicating things but there's also a lot of humor involved. What's mm -hmm. the biggest thing that you took away from that experience? Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Go ahead. Well, I, I think it helped us communicate. So the one we did was, um, I can't remember the exact title of the thing, but it was like, oh, laugh your way oh. to a better marriage, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a very faith-based program. Um, I'm not necessarily a religious person, but they kind of, ex so that one is, is more geared towards male and female, male and female brains, how they work. Um, so we were a little weary about whether or not it was going to help us, but actually going through that made us realize that we we still have those, you know, stereotypical kind of roles sometimes. Like, I'm very the female brain. I got a million things going on. I can multitask. You know, I'm, I'm listening and I'm doing all the things where Lacey is more oddly the kind of male brain, quote unquote. And she's just thinking about one thing at a time and she can't handle it, you know, like doing all the things. And so it really helped us be like, oh, Oh, that's why you do that. Oh, that's why I do that. Oh, how do we do that better? So, and I have a nothing box. Yeah. They, what? So in this thing, box? they say that that it is scientifically proven that men, quote unquote, 
have a nothing box. So when they come up and say, what are you doing? And a man says, nothing. He is literally doing nothing. There's a time where they are not thinking about anything. They're not focused on anything. Their brain is just kind of shut down and they're in a nothing space. And she has that. So when I'm like, what are you doing? Nothing. What do you mean? My brain. What do you mean you're doing nothing? That's, that's impossible. You can't be doing nothing. But it's actually a real thing. I love it. I did not know that yeah. you had a nothing box, Mark. I'm just trying to think about what exactly nothing is for me. No, that's, it is just, you know, a generalization. Sure. Not everyone's like that. No. But, but, yeah. It does explain a lot. Yeah, it, it explains does. a lot, yeah. Lacey. How's your military family been a good place and what's been unique about it? They say the military is different, right? Mm -hmm. And you're married to somebody who's not in the military mm -hmm. and works in a corporate environment. How's military family? Can you kind of unpack that and describe what military family is to you? Uh, just close-spotted people <laughs> uh, working through the work week. So... What makes that bond close? Uh, just people that care, you know, about who you are and what you're doing. And not just on the work work side of things, but within your personal life where when people can can look at you and know that you're off and uh, maybe talk to you about what's wrong so you, you can, you know, then focus on your job. Being a family, they can just really tell when you're off so yeah we try the good ones do that um so that's what's unique about it what's been what's been hard about the military family is there has there ever been an experience that's been tough either one of you uh actually mentioning the strong bonds yeah that was one of our first biggest issues being an lgbt couple in the military with that family because we created a ruckus by wanting to go. Um, it was not something that was normalized. It didn't happen on the base a lot. So they had to scramble. Um, we were first told that we couldn't go, and if we did, they would have to cancel it. And um, within 24 hours, they had changed their minds and said, no, this is what we did. We found somebody that can do this. You can go, absolutely. And so at first, we were very angry about it. And within 24 hours, they had turned it around, which made us feel a lot, be lot better about it. There was a lot of people supporting us and getting us in there. And that was probably the biggest, the you know, the biggest struggle we had with with the base and the family in general. But 95% of those people backed us up and did whatever it took. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it was nice. Yeah. I'm just going to add, within 24 hours, you had changed their mind. So, yeah. thanks for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like some good ruckus to me. <laughs> good trouble. Good, good ruckus, trouble, yeah. Absolutely. So to speak. Um, you guys have one adult daughter, and she so she's flown the coop, left the nest. Um, how has your your life at home changed since now you're empty nesting? Well. Um, well, Paris had her own room, and now that she's out, um, we both have our own rooms now. And Megan is a very crafty person, and her craft is, is uh, she gets to think, you know, and do her stuff in her space. We both have our own spaces, so it's really nice. <laughs> it's really helped. Because <laughs> we live in a t tinier house, yeah. so 
we got to separate all of our so we had one room that we shared as a like a closet office catch-all room and then our bedroom because it's an old house not small closets now we each get our own room we have our own space we get to just leave me alone this is my space it's nice it's nice so you're crafty and you are a gamer okay mm -hmm. all of that stuff takes Definitely. up space right yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. cool Hiker, so I got a lot of my hiking gear. Mm -hmm. so my two main hobbies: gaming and hiking. Cool. So, how nice it is to have the space, though. Yes, it's it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. Yeah. So, how about the relationship part? How's your relationship changed now that you're? Because we just became empty nesters, and then we weren't, and then we are again. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there's definitely a change that goes on once you. You know, you're no longer actively parenting. Uh, right. The couple we had on before you, the cross, they're actively parenting. And for old people like us, oh, nice. <laughs> um, it's it's different, it isn't is it? It is very different, yes. yes. So what's different relationally about? We fight less. Yeah, there's sure. a lot less arguments. You know, you, you have to be on the same page when you're parenting. you got to keep that front and, and do what it takes for the kid. And so, you know, you're constantly behind the scenes like I don't think that's what we should do I know that's what we should do you know you don't have that anymore it's nice you get to just enjoy each other enjoy your hobbies what do you want to do today I don't know let's go do this thing today mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about it so much so it's just much more relaxing I think yes yeah you guys it's feel true. the same yeah I yeah I mean we intentionally didn't get married until our youngest pair of we call them our step twins because they are the same age graduated high school together have been friends all through since elementary school but anyway so we did I guess co-parent my youngest for three years before he went to college but mm -hmm. then COVID hit and he was back and then the two step twins were back <laughs> but by then they were adults and they were relatively chill and nobody could do anything, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. they couldn't go out and get into trouble or bring you know bring trouble home with them, so so to speak. Anyway, it went it went fine, I guess. The middle school sleepovers that were we were used to with the boys turned into the adult sleepovers, where instead of hanging out down in the basement and watching TV together and watching dumb movies. They were hanging out, watching TV together, and drinking beer and watching <laughs> yeah. movies. It was it, it was a totally different. A weird vibe. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were like, yeah. oh, okay. I'm still your parent, but you're an adult. Well, um, yeah, I guess you can do that. That's, that's okay. <laughs> but we had that little taste of empty nesting pre-COVID, about nine months worth. Then they were all back, and we would between the two of us, when they couldn't hear us, we're like. That empty that nine months was pretty nice. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? What do you think they're all going to be gone? <laughs> love the guys. You love yeah, them. Truly. You love them yep. so much. But, truly. Oh, boy, um, this is nice. But man, is yeah. it nice. All your craft stuff is in one room, and I don't have I've to never, look at it. I know. I've never had my own space like that before. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really been nice to see her. Uh, her. What am I trying to say? Her her talents, yeah, yeah, her talent just like explode in that room. She's like her own little Joanna Gaines. Nice. I built the whole room myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you call her Chip? Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh Lord. 
it's your turn. Oh, my turn to mm -hmm. ask another question. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> how's the pandemic changed your relationship? You don't travel as much. Yeah, that's really the only thing. To be to be honest, we don't we didn't really do much before the pandemic, so it didn't change a lot. But now we're just kind of like, should we go do that thing? Yeah. Well, we, just, we just don't like the limitations yeah. that the yeah. pandemic has caused. So, um, yeah. The traveling mostly is the big thing. Yeah. But it has pushed us to travel outside of like normal um, touristy spots, right? So instead of going to the big touristy spots, we go to the outside locations and just kind of hang out in the woods or in the mountains, or in, which I'm finding to be a much cooler kind of vacation. Yeah. So, yeah, we just hop in our camper van and go hide in the woods. Oh, nice. <laughs> what kind of camper van? It's a Transit 350. The Ford Transit. Basically oh. made it to an RV. Yeah, yeah. big so van. It, yeah, so like an Amazon van into an RV. Cool. It's called a Coach, Coachman CrossFit. Yeah. Well, is that the retirement plan? Yeah. The goal is to maybe live in it someday. Let's see. I don't know where you're going to put your craft stuff. Or at least she'll live in it. <clears throat> get her out of the house. Then I'll have two rooms. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Do you, the two of you, either as the, as the military person or the non-military spouse, have specific advice for other military couples? Not, I haven't done a lot of deploying, so um, I guess the only real, like, type of deployment I've even dealt with was during the George Floyd, mm -hmm. George Floyd case, where I was downtown for three days. And yeah, outside of that, just the train, like, the two weeks training. It just training. like a regular yeah. job for us, so. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I haven't really had to deal with relieving or doing any of that, so. It doesn't, to me, I mean... To be honest, if I didn't see her go to work every day, I probably wouldn't even realize that she was in the military because she just kind of leaves that at work. and So it doesn't really feel that much different right. to me. It's one of the joys of being full-time in the Guard, mm -hmm. um, especially security forces because we we have that full-time mission. Mm -hmm. You're right. We, <laughs> you, have that full-time mission that's going all the time. So there's a big chunk of that organization that rarely, if ever, deploys. Almost an entire career could be spent taking care of the base. Yeah. I mean, I guess I did go to Florida yeah. in the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two-week business cool. trip. Yeah. We were okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> there was sure. nothing, nothing to really, any hurdles that we needed to get over. So. Um, the hardest I mean, part for me is knowing everybody's name. <laughs> gets tough um i would say I, I think the biggest what was the question as far as the was it a challenge yeah what's the biggest challenge uh, you know being in the military yeah you're going somewhere in the middle yep, and then it, there it goes it's in your nothing box right <laughs> yeah now, <obviously. laughs> i'll tell you what let's um one of the parts of the pod that we do is uh, we play a fun little game since it's the Valentine's Day, each person gets to answer the question with like a one or two word answer. So super easy. Right, um, right. So we'll call it, we'll play Would You Rather. So <laughs> Megan, I'll start with you. You answer and then Lacey answer the same question. Would you rather go to a Foo Fighters concert or watch Netflix? Watch Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> All right. She's like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it either. It was so quick. Okay. <laughs> um, Eat chocolate or drink red wine? Chocolate. Chocolate. Mm -hmm. Laugh with each other or have a deep conversation? Ooh. 
She <laughs> loves to have deep conversations. I do, but I like to laugh. She likes right. to laugh. Yeah. Fair enough. Pat, would you rather have more time or more money? Time. Time. Would you rather cook or do the dishes? Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> I don't know. Cooking is fun. I don't. I don't really. I feel like we really bond when we cook. I would say cooking definitely. Yeah, we're not really dish people. That's yeah, cooking. I'd say cooking. <laughs> Would you rather watch a movie that made you scream or made you cry? Cry. Like scream, like scary scream? Like scary scream. Oh, scream. Yeah. Lacey, not surprised. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Would you rather paint a room or vacuum the entire house? Vacuum the entire house. <laughs> oh, <good>. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um. Maybe this is more of a theoretical question, considering your history. Would you rather change diapers or potty train? I didn't have to do. I didn't have to do potty training because I was deployed. So oh, lucky dog. <laughs> yeah, I got to do that. Uh, um, I think I would rather change diapers. Uh, I think I'd rather potty train. We don't have uh, children together, but we do have forty-three nieces and nephews mm-hmm. between yeah. the two of us. Very so good. Still, a lot of children in our life. My nephew's at the house sure. right now. Uh, all right. <laughs> And potty training is a pain. Yeah. I've never had experiences, so. Mm. (laughs) Be glad. Be glad. Yep. (laughs) Work outside or work inside? 72 degrees, I'll work outside. (laughs) Yeah. I'm probably mostly inside unless it's nice outside. I don't don't know. I like to be outside regardless, I think. As long as I, you know, I don't have to wear a bunch of gear, which is normal for security forces. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Alright, last one. Would you rather read a book, listen to music, or watch a favorite show? Watch a favorite show. Mm, yeah, I'd say show or or music. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to picture how do you how do you get a house painted? Pay somebody good to do it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, we've done it enough times that we're both just over it. And the next time, it. I'll probably have somebody else do it. <laughs> I got lucky the last time. I just showed up at home and the whole living room was painted. That That's day. nice. I love to paint walls. What? Yeah, I know. Cutting in, ooh, it's my favorite. <laughs> 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 my castle looks good. Nice Lisa, Lisa will paint stuff. And uh-huh. I am really glad about stuff. that because yeah. if there's one thing I cannot stand doing, it's painting. 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 Yep. I guess if you're good at it, maybe it would be better. I don't it. know. I throw in a podcast or my headset and I go to town. Okay, well, now I know who to call. Uh-huh. I, also, see, it's, I also like projects where there's a beginning, middle, and an end, and you can like see what you did. Like crafting. Yeah. Yeah. And I go to work, the base where nothing is ever done. Yeah. It's ever always finished. going. Yep. The planes go up, the planes come down, and they still have to fly the next day, too, so you're never really done with stuff. But someday there will be an end, right? <laughs> What's one thing you each admire about the other person? And Lacey, we'll start with you. I think we should start with Megan. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to think so hard to think. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the biggest thing I admire about Lacey is her ability to stop and think about what she's doing before she does it, right? Especially when we first got together, she's taught me a lot on how to just stop and think about what I'm going to say before I say it because... Um, I, not to get into it, but I kind of came up from a rough situation. And so it was in my nature to just 
scream it out. I need to scream it out. Let's fight. I want to fight. And so for her to kind of get me to take a step back and think about what I'm going to say and reflect on what I'm going to do really helped me a lot. And I admire that, that she's able to do that. And she doesn't just do it for herself. She does it for other people. Um, she's just really like, really cares about other people and what they're feeling and going through. And so it's really helpful for me because sometimes I feel like I don't even like people. <laughs> okay, now Lacey. Even though I got the you know the tough shell, I'm I'm pretty emotional inside, and uh, she's she's a very logical person, and I think more emotionally about things. And she's like, yeah, but logically we should do this. So that's what I admire that she she evens me out with with my emotional intelligent thinking to more of a. Yeah, she thinks with her heart. I think with my brain. Sometimes to a detriment. That's that's good teamwork. Yeah, good yeah. pair. I mean, you guys have a good communication vibe between the two of you, and if you can work the differences to make one strong similarity, that's mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Yeah, it's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your turn, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we did that one. I think so too. All right. What's, what's the thing you guys are most hopeful for for the next five years? Oh, man. Knowing you're retiring, like, somewhere in there. <laughs> a hopeful thing? Yeah. I, that we... I hope she gets a teleworking job so we can <laughs> travel. <laughs> That's kind of our hope, is to okay. figure out how to travel, like, as a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but I have to figure out how to still make an income because I don't get to retire. Yeah. So it's a future goal. Hopefully. At the same time, I don't want her to leave her job either because she really loves it. So. Sure. Training is a great, great thing. Mm-hmm. People that can do it, they have a gift. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. I struggled. Everybody's got the gift, right? <laughs> Training is tough, though, getting in front of people and chit-chatting and getting people to actually listen to you is... That's hard to do. Yep, sometimes. I was, yeah. Standing out on post, that's another gift. Right, Lacey? <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. There were days. That, that, was, that was tough. But, hey, we got to cut things short. Um, thank you guys both for being a part of the podcast, telling us your love story, sharing a little bit about what makes um, being a good couple tick. And um, thanks for all that you do. Yeah. Both of you for the service that you have to the guard and to our country. Thanks Appreciate you guys being us. on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Hi everyone. It's Molly with the Airmen and Family Readiness Program here at the Wing. As we move into the new year, I want to take a moment to remind you of all the great resources and support the Airmen and Family Readiness Program provides. Examples of such include navigating deployments, meaning guiding airmen and families through the pre-, mid-, and post-deployment phases. Assisting with personal financial matters is another core service, whether that's establishing a basic budget, exploring emergency financial assistance, or planning for your future. I also help with civilian employment matters such as job searching, networking practices, resume writing, and interview preparations. 
Additionally, we're blessed with fantastic key volunteers here at the wing who are our very own military family members that give their time and experience in support of one another and help host family events here throughout the year. Please reach out if we can help you or your fellow airmen or military family in any way. Our phone number is 612-713-2367. Again, that is 612-713-2367. Hey everybody and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the interviews that we had with the Crofts and the Roberts. I know we did, right? Yeah, they're great. Uh, always great to hear the stories of people that have uh, worked through military life, civilian life, balanced family. Um, it's just uh, it's great to be able to sit down with people that uh, have had such good things to share. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, but one of the things that we really enjoy doing is doing those quick answer questions. So, Lisa, I'm going to ask you a couple of these. You can ask me, too. And uh, we'll see what you think. Would you rather go to a Foo Fighters concert or watch Netflix? Of course, Netflix. Understood. Honey, would you rather eat chocolate or drink red wine? Both. Next question. Not surprised. <laughs> he wants it all, always. Absolutely. Laugh with each other or have a deep conversation? Uh, oh, gosh. That one's a hard one for me, actually. I want both of those things. They both are food for, food for life. Well, for I did me. both for chocolate and wine, so I'll let you have both on that one. Would you, honey, rather have more time or more money? Time. Cook or do dishes? Cook. Okay. Are you surprised? No. Okay. We both hate doing dishes, by the way. All right. Would you rather scream or cry because of a movie? Cry. Uh-huh. Paint a room or vacuum the entire house. I would, ooh, I love to paint a room. Like I said before, cutting in, that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, would you, here's a good one because neither of us have uh, done little child, child rearing together. Would you rather change diapers or potty train? I would rather change diapers. I would rather potty train. Okay. Work outside or inside, Lisa? I love gardening. I would rather work outside. All right. Yeah. Uh, little known fact, Lisa started a kitchen garden over COVID. And I did. Last year was the first year that was growing. It's really turning out awesome. Uh, rather read a book, listen to music, or watch a favorite show? I would rather watch a favorite show. Okay. You? All depends. If I have nothing to do, I'd rather read a book. Mm -hmm. So, Mark, do I get the pleasure of the last question of the podcast? You do. All right. So, my favorite person in the world, Mark Langold. What is the best thing about being in the military and having a spouse that is not in the military? Oh, boy. Um, since we got married long after I had started my career and you didn't really have too much experience with the military... Um, prior to that, it's been fun to show you a little bit about what makes our culture and what makes the relationships with the people we work with, um, unique. 
and special. Um, yeah, because there's a lot that people just don't get. Why are we so close with one another? Or um, why do we do what we do? Is that some of the traditions and the weird stuff at ceremonies that most people just think is odd or different, and that's a part of our culture and has has meaning behind it. Um, I think that's been the most fun. So it's been fun to see as a person with very little prior exposure to to the military family culture in general. So yeah. We got to put that in well and we got to put a little bit of the military family thing to the test last year when I called you and said, Hey, I'm leaving for DC when? Uh, tomorrow. And we kinda mm-hmm. dealt with that really, really quick. Mm-hmm. So having the, those close relationships and you knowing that I was traveling with people that um, knew me and trusted me and I knew and I trusted was mm-hmm. special. Yep. So how about you as a civilian, non-military person? What's good about being married to somebody in the military? Well, for you, um, your version of the military, for me, who's a time person, to be perfectly honest, the fact that in your position you are not gone much which is great. You have not deployed since we've been married. You've been away, but for generally short periods of time. So for me, that has been a good exposure to military life. Had I been younger with young children and you did long deployments, that that I can only imagine is is very rough to be the, the spouse that stays behind. But anyway, I will take my advantages where I, where I have receive them for sure fair enough yeah yeah Yeah. the Crofts story about having kiddo born while one was deployed is pretty incredible it certainly is yes yeah admire them greatly so thanks y'all for listening to our second annual valentine's edition are we going to do this again next year i sure hope so me too hope you enjoyed it uh i certainly enjoyed getting to know the two couples in much much more detail and with some depth that I that I did not before. They're great, great people, all four of them. So, with that being said, please join us again next time for Mark's next episode of Beneath the Wing. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.